Welcome to episode 93. We're going to be talking about game developers giving us updates, people finding updates that got patched into other stuff, and uh, then we're going to have a little mini section where we're going to talk about game developers undoing things that were in their games based on community feedback. Yes. Keep watching. This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we're here giving the gaming news like we do every single week. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do that. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you for doing that. And uh, go ahead and subscribe to that as well. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. We're Twiatch everywhere except for uh, Twitch. So Twitch, we're Twiatch Gaming, but YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. So wherever you're watching this or listening to this, uh, go find the other things so you can tap into us and get woke. So, to start off episode 93, we finally get to have backwards compatible games. <laughs> yes. We, we had, like, probably about a month without any. Yeah. Um, apparently, our Twitter unfollowed Major Nelson. Don't know why that happened. So, so we might have missed some in there, but they're back. They're and, back. And they're, they're here now. With a, with a mild vengeance. Starting out with Blazing Angels, Squadrons mm -hmm. of World War II, which we actually uh, reviewed for the Games with Gold uh, uh, PlayStation Plus review show that we do, the Gold mm -hmm. Plus Roundup. And it is as mediocre as you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> as great as World War II is the, with the setting, uh, this game, I mean, I personally don't like. If you're a big fan of, like, uh, avionics... Whatever the word is for yeah. that, aviating. Yeah. Aviating, sure. If that's a verb, aviation. Then aviation. That's a better one. Yeah. So if you're a big fan of aviation, then yeah, go check that out because the historical part of it's great and everything. I just didn't like it. I'd rather pl uh, fly in Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah. We did get a cyber troop, cyber troopers virtual on orat <laughs> oratorio. Tangram. Yes, um, that is is actually a a spinoff mm -hmm. of a Mavis Beacon typing game. Okay. But it's within the Mavis Beacon, you know, con conventional sure. cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, there, there comes a virus, and it starts to sneak in mm -hmm. words that aren't really words. Oh, like uh, oratio or oratorio, oratorio tangram. Yeah. And so, what you have to do is you have to dive into mm -hmm. the code as a cyber trooper. Mm -hmm. And you have to to cleanse the system of these viruses. Yeah. Um, so at, at first you're just you're just fighting you know tangrams and epithems and flickings. Yeah. And and after you take those out, then you know you get to the boss and the the one that's generating them. And okay. so it's it's like a bullet hell type thing. Yeah. But you you have to figure out how to how to defeat them. Okay. And so like uh, based on either it, it'll it'll be different things like it'll be the number of letters in the word, the number of syllables okay. in the word. So for the difficult. Whether it starts with a consonant or okay. vowel, and you have to defeat them with different weapons based on those things, and that changes level to level. Now, this was the crossover because Carmen San Diego is now part of the Mavis Beacon universe, right? Uh, so, was the, is she involved in this? Because I know that there were some Easter eggs in the previous Mavis Beacon games. There, there were some Easter eggs, mm -hmm. and and uh, Carmen San Diego does not show up, but some of her <sighs> some of her minions do. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so we know the link is still there. She's still right up there. Okay. And so you get uh, Nosmo King. 
um, and and some of the other ones. I don't remember all the bosses specifically. Yeah. It's it's been a long time since mm -hmm. I made this game up a minute and a half ago. <laughs> uh, for those of you who haven't followed our show before, uh, with the the backwards compatible games, we're excited about them. We are, but some of them we don't know and don't think that it's really that important. And so we just use this as an opportunity to make up games on the spot, like I just did with Cyber exactly. Troopers Virtual on Horatio Tangram. Yeah. Because yeah. that game does not exist. But if you want to play it, learn learn programming learn, and make it, I guess. Learn programming and make that game, because I'm sure that game is good. Teaching I, kids I context clues. I would play it. Teaching kids context clues to figure out, oh, is this the missing word? Yeah. So, and speaking of context mm -hmm. clues, um, Radiant Silver Gun. Yeah. So Radi How's that? Radiant Silver Gun. Uh, so this was, uh, it's actually, a, it was a remaster for the 360. It was originally on the original Xbox. Okay. So we're getting a third generation, we're getting a, a backwards compatible of a remaster game. Mm -hmm. So it's a little janky, but uh, Radiant Radiant Silver Gun is a it's a quasi superhero game where you play a uh, a, a Native American who is in who is endowed with these uh, technologies that are not that are he's not familiar with. Uh, so it's kind of this cyberpunk Native American game where you go around as a, uh, and I'm Native American. I do mean like this is like the 1300s, 1200s, like right. like oh sorry, I guess it would be 1500s because they have trade with. Um, with the Vikings at this point, okay. but Columbus hasn't been there. All right. So uh, you you have all these weird technologies, and you're fighting Columbus the different people who are out there. Uh, he was not in America. He never landed in America. Okay. Columbus landed in the West Indies and was in a couple of the Virgin Islands, but he never okay. set foot on America. Okay, but the important thing for, yeah. for our show is that he doesn't show up in Radiant Silver. He doesn't show up in there, but uh, you do unlock uh, different superpowers, but as you're doing that, you're being guided by uh, by your spiritual ancestors and the gods, mm. and you also fight traditional uh, Native American um, uh, uh, beasts uh, and mythology things in there, like the uh, the one the Wendigo. Do you fight the Wendigo and a oh, few cool. others? So it's it's pretty cool. I, I like I it's like the cool. Wendigo. Yeah, um, that game then, does not exist either. Right, <laughs> but its sequel, uh -huh. Wolf of the Battlefield, which they they took the remaster to see if this was something that that would work, mm -hmm. and then Wolf of the Battlefield, um, you actually play as the companion oh. of the character from the first one, okay. and you are his wolf on the battle. That makes sense because you send him off. To do stuff exactly. Ah, okay, okay. So that makes sense. Um, and so, and it's called Commando Three uh -huh. because you're actually in the wolf is inhabited by a by a spirit from the future. Oh, and so you're trying to teach him new techniques because, like, in in a similar way to in the in the American Revolution, mm -hmm. um, a lot of the American successes yeah. were were based on the fact that they were fighting in a completely different way. Yeah. Than the the you know we're gonna stand here in red and get shot at in a line. Yeah. And the, everyone the, the yeah, and so the idea of bringing um, future into into this past thing, and then you know infusing it into a wolf, um, it does fall under the white savior trope, which is kind of problematic. But at the 360, they didn't know any better. <laughs> Just and like six years ago, they didn't know any better. Exactly. I mean, uh, Neo even gets close to that. I mean, the, the whole white savior thing. But he's, I mean, but the, the whole the, like last samurai kind of thing. If you're not familiar with that trope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I think I think one of the things that, that helps keep it from falling into mm -hmm. that into that trope for me at least is is that um, 
he's helping, mm-hmm. but he's also subordinate to everybody that's in there. That does help. Where he's he's not just taking charge and being like, all of your all of your traditions and everything can can screw off. I'm going to fix everything. I'm, he's, I'm the answer. He's trying to in. In, inject himself into this situation, and like he follows his his little his little white uh, his little white cat thing, and he is one of an elite group that get the spiritual animals. That's and I cool. think, and so he he is he is part of, but not uh, superior to yeah. the natives. And I think that's what keeps it from being the the white savior. No, I think you're right. That that does help as opposed to the white person coming in and being able to do things better than the people who are in the land and everything. Right. So, cause I and and uh, Rasama also talks a lot about tell me about your culture. Are, are these swords weird to you? <laughs> and it's like, okay... How, how does how does he use the the hook and the hook and ball? Like that's a really complicated weapon yes, that you is. need years of training to yes, even be is. vaguely competent. And he he just picks it up. He's like, yeah, that, I got this. That clink. Those make nunchucks look like look like Tinker Toys. I mean, yeah. you screw that up, it's like a butterfly knife with a weighted ball on it as well. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a terrifying weapon. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't understand. I mean. If the game took place over way longer a time, I may get it. But yeah. but he wasn't or, or supposed was... to be like a weapons master when he got there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's a little. Ugly. And then uh, the last the last backwards compatible game that we have is Call of Duty Ghosts, yes. which is one that we do know because it's it's, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. And this this was one that was uh, not particularly well received, but um, the 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 multiplayer. I mean, this is something that just kind of you know keeps it going and, yeah. and lets that go. Um, it's got some ups to it. Uh, I would say that it's better than the. Um, uh, what was it? The Call of Duty Infinite, whatever the heck that Warfare. that one, that I want to be sci-fi, and it was basically a Halo game. I mean, the yeah. it was like right on the cusp that. of it, it was right on the cusp of being like a Halo game in my opinion. So I think Ghost was better. Uh, still, as we've said every single, almost every single week now, we want a single-player standalone Call of Duty because we will buy that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're we're on to uh, the games with gold and PlayStation uh, Plus games because yeah. those were both announced this week. And I'm, I'm really excited when they get announced in the same week. Yeah, we can so actually we can do this all together. All of them. Yeah. yeah. So for uh, for Games with Gold, uh, we got a handful of games, obviously. Um, right. That's uh, we have Grow Up, which is, well, this Whoops. is Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. Yep, Lego, Lego game, which is uh, one of I'm my... I'm curious. I, I liked it. I don't think it was one of the better uh, Lego games, but the Lego games are always fun. So uh, I say give it a shot because if you haven't, it's already good. Uh, Canon Lynch Dog Days 2 is not for kids, though. So one for kid, kids game versus a not for kids game. Um, I would say that this, where Trevor and Grand Theft Auto is a joke, this is like a real, a real Trevor in a real uh, world. Grow Home we played before. Uh, it was a backwards compatible for PlayStation Four. No, this is. Uh, wait, is it is it Grow Home or Grow Up? I thought it was Grow Up. Grow Up. Yeah, grow, up grow, is, up. grow Up is the sequel to Grow Home. Oh, that's right. We haven't played that one yet. Right. Uh, Runbow, uh, we haven't played either. Runbow looks awesome. That looks I'll fun. Wanna, I want to play that. <laughs> that looks like a really fun, fun platformer Platformer with some and cool lots multiplayer of... stuff, too. So. Yeah. I'm all about that. So 
pretty good, pretty good list of games uh, on the uh, uh, games of the gold side on the on the Xbox. Uh, mm -hmm. Now over. You're to, really excited about the about the PlayStation, though. I'm excited for a handful of these. Uh, there's some that I'm not as much excited for, but uh, that's you, which isn't technically part of this list. But I wanted to put it on there. This is their answer well, it's, to Jackbox. It's, it's specifically free. Four Plus comes out the same day. Same thing. Close enough. Yeah. This, if you haven't played Jackbox, this is very similar to that. It's a game where you get to use your phone as the controller. Uh, games to go. Uh, sorry, Game of Thrones. Uh, Telltale series. Um, I'm a fan of uh, Telltale, the way that they tell stories, at least. Uh, I didn't get too I'm far a, into this. I'm a this. fan of Game of Thrones, and I yeah. like the idea of the, the foresters who are a traditional house and getting to play as getting them. Getting to actually play as them. Uh, I did, we did play Until Dawn. Uh, Until Dawn is a great narrative, uh, almost a choose-your-own-adventure horror game, where your choices actually matter and actually will uh, save or kill the different people that you're uh, with. Uh, Darkstalkers Resurrection, uh, another 2D uh, fight I never got into the Darkstalker series. Uh, I also never got into that other one that's supposed to be really good as well. Not Persona. Blaz but Blue. That, yeah, Blaz Blue, which yeah. I never got into. Blaz Blue is fun. They're supposed to be good. Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo Jungle looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. This was one of the one of the weird indie ones that came out uh, toward the end of the PS3 era. Um, and basically what you do is you, you start off as like a rabbit or something, mm -hmm. like something really small. And like you, you try to survive as long as you can and you get to earn more creatures. Yeah. Uh, don't Die, Mr. Robot. It, it, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what's I don't know. going on. I have here. no idea what's happening. But I know there's special Vita. guests. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's Vita, so I'll let you know. Yeah. And then uh, Elemental looks like a cross between um, that typewriter game that we played, yeah. and then that other color one where you had to make the walls different colors. Yes. Yeah, so then you could dr jump on them and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. and gave gave them different uh, different properties. Could be interesting. It looks like. I don't know, it looks like really relaxing, but deceptively so, because I'm sure the puzzles are, uh, like, the platforming is actually difficult in certain areas. I don't, I don't mind the platforming being difficult. I just I just don't want the, I don't, I just don't want the puzzles to test, you know, this up here. <laughs> too busy for that. Too, way too busy for that. So uh, we will let you know at, in, in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. what these are like. Um, I'll be able to pick these up uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. And so... Uh, so yeah, we will, we will get back to you on those. We're trying to get those out a little bit quicker. Last month, because of E3, it ended up coming out toward the end of the month. But what we're trying to do is jump on top of that so yep. that we're we're giving you as much time as possible to grab the games and play them. Mm -hmm. And if they have a, a multiplayer element, as some of these do, like Runbow, yeah. we want you to be able to, to play those while there's a community there to play with. Exactly. So I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to try to get it ready for next Sunday, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, main topic. Main topic. So we'll, we'll skip that for now. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, Destiny Two uh, has has released some information about uh, the rewards that are going to be available for Destiny One players. Um, I, I think that they're doing the right thing here. Mm -hmm. They're they're saying you know these are going to be aesthetic or yeah. titles or things like that. Um, but it does it does show people um, as you're as you're moving forward into Destiny Two, it'll be like hey. That guy took out all of the Taken King DLC. Yeah. This person, you know, defeated all the all the year one challenges, things like that. And I, I appreciate that because it there there is a a certain element of uh, there's an element of pride to it. Oh yeah. And so regardless of whether it's actually doing anything for you in game, yeah. I think that it is it is important for them to be able to 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 let you show. You know, I'm I'm I've been here, yeah. and and I think that will also help uh, help guide people towards oh, 
this person probably knows what's going on because yeah. if you, if you were year one and you jumped into Destiny two and you're you're charging forward with all this stuff, you're probably more of like a, I mean it would almost be like a GM tag. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think I think it's a great idea. I think that um, when whatever happens to World of Warcraft happens that I hope they do something similar to this but on a larger scale but to, to thank the people who have been playing your, your game and to get them not only I mean to buy the second one but to thank them for playing the first one yeah. that to me that shows appreciation that shows uh, respect for, for the players who've been, who've been playing Destiny 1 and the time that they put in exactly because that was supposed to be a 10 year plan for Destiny 1 so did, did you hear that uh, that they're saying that um, what's 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 the new Destiny that they announced in, in Microsoft? Oh, I don't as, remember. As Fault or Assault or whatever that I one can't is. Even remember. Anyway, they said they're going to have a ten-year plan. Oh, which is entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, now we're coming up on the rarely seen section, the undo section. What? Uh, People apologizing for doing the wrong uh, thing. Apologizing <laughs> and and walking back and undoing yeah. a a bunch of stuff. We've got like four stories here of, of companies being like, <laughs> never mind, we're not going to do that. Um, and we're going to start with something that we talked about last week, yeah. which was Rockstar. Yeah. Rockstar uh, removed the, the OpenGTA 4 mod, and uh, this week they actually put out a statement and they said, look, the single player content, we have said we don't want to mess with that. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't want to, to interfere with that. And so... Um, we're not going to interfere with that now. Yeah, after it was it was it was, some, it was something where they, where they were saying one thing and doing something yeah. else, and yeah. and well, that, yeah. that's why the cheats work in single player mode and they don't work in multiplayer mode. Right? They don't. You don't want someone to be able to cheat in multiplayer. Um, one of the things that uh, plagues online games like this is people selling money or selling gold for real real mm -hmm. money. Yeah. So uh, the answer that GTA has done with that is you could buy it from them. Uh, but some people have gotten it uh, through hacked means or, or exploits or something. Yeah. And if you buy those online, they have been taking those away, mm -hmm. which I'm completely fine. Yeah, yeah, that's like, that's, that's fine because you 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 don't want. Okay, I've had GTA Five for like ever, yeah. and I I went in and I, I I did a race. I think yeah on one the time. online on sure. the online sure. So like if I if I came in now, mm -hmm. you don't. You don't want to to disadvantage people who aren't cheating, or to disadvantage mm -hmm. new players to a point where they walk in and everybody else has a million billion dollars and they're running around with everything, and you're like, I, I have a car. Unfortunately, that's how it is still. Like, because you start Grand Theft Auto, like I jumped online, and you jump on, and I have like I have a gun, and I got a car, and I have like two thousand dollars, and then this guy comes by me with like a tank. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it's like breaking my immersion. So you yeah, can you can play that is in funny. you can play in uh, the GTA online in like a, a private like server yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. area. So that way you can build yourself up. But the cool other thing that they're doing not only the heist, but you can like be your own business person. I put that in quotation marks. I saw that. Yeah, so the you CEO can, stuff. So you can you can uh, sell drugs, mm -hmm. or you can you can you can have an area like a place that that grows drugs. Yeah. And depending on what you're growing and everything, like there's certain more there's more security that you need. People will try to raid it. Other other gangs will try to raid it. Yeah. So it's cool. Um, I think I'm going to start playing it in that private server or single player esque mode, okay. just to just to get like an idea of what what's changed because I haven't played it in 
like twenty. Yeah, and it's, it's it's been dramatically upgraded. Yeah, and we we have another story later on in the show about that. Yes. Right now we're in the undo section. Yeah. So the next one is um so there's there's a a quest rogue deck. Yes. And this is Hearthstone, so I'll turn it over to Patrick. Cool. So quest cards. The way this works is you if you pl- you play the the quest card at the beginning of the. Uh, uh, of the match, and if you get a certain variable, if you do mm-hmm. a certain thing, you get a huge, a big reward. Right. Now, the quest uh, for rogues was play four minions with the same name, you get a crystal core, which makes all your minions for the rest of the game, no matter what, five fives. Jeez. So, what happens is that the, the, the reason this is ex- so exploitable is there are three or four, I think there are four cards in the rogue deck that lets you pull back uh, a, uh, a creature into your hand okay. because you can only have two a creature. All right. So you play it, you play a spell that pulls it back to your hand, and then you play it again. That's okay. two. So that's that's turn one. Right. Yeah, so, that, kid, that, that sounds ridiculously yeah. exploitable. So if you do it right, uh, it, whenever I play against these guys, because I don't have the card, it's like it's it's uh, like a, a extremely rare card. Um, so if you play against them like turn four or five, all their all of them are five fives. Right. Instead of being like then, a one two uh, whatever, and then they, then just, they trample you. And every and uh, not trample because that's magic. Yeah, but they're like one one little tiny uh, one one right charging and that's, cards. And that's, and that's who now they're it's bringing a five in. five. Yeah. Yeah. So so what did what did they do to fix it? They fixed it and I slightly disagree with this, but they fixed it by basically adding one to that. Okay. So when it goes off, it's going to go off probably turn six or seven. Uh, instead of turn four or five, uh, it's not great, but it's better. Essentially, the first one that you play does not count. Okay. It's not great. It's better. It still respects the people who like that style. It still mm-hmm. has something crazy happen. It doesn't always happen though. I've had someone pull that card out, and I, I beat them on turn like eleven or twelve. Right. Um, and so there 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 is an element of luck to it, but yeah. this this makes it more difficult, but still potentially feasible. Yeah. So without removing it entirely yes. from the game, they are they are making it so that it's not a a play to win. Sure, okay. exactly, and and that's that's what I, I do like about it. I wish it was like two more instead, because I like ridiculous things to happen. I love hyperbole. That's why I love yeah. playing EDH and, and Magic Commander because it's the you get one of each card and you have a hundred cards in your deck and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You could have something really crazy happen, but if I'm playing against someone and something crazy happens, I got to respect the the chaos that just happened. So I'm I'm okay with this change. I wish it was a little bit nerfed a little harder, but this is something that for the past month or so has just been wrecking right. at, uh, Hearthstone. So okay. I'm glad that they did it. Uh, brings us closer to level. Okay. Yeah. And speaking of leveling, those of you who've actually played Tumbleseed get that one. But uh, Tumbleseed has has adjusted its difficulty and and made it. Okay, so when I first read this, I thought it was saying that that they had just made the game easier. Yeah. And that does not seem to be the case. It seems to be more that they they have added other modes and and uh, created it so that so that it gives you more advantages mm-hmm. and you can you can have a little bit more customization as far as the um, as far as your play style goes. Gotcha. They let you they let you use more more buffs at the beginning, and okay. they introduced uh, several modes that. Um, that aren't necessarily the main game, and okay. so what they what they were saying was that point two percent of their players had beaten the game. Wow! And like Binding of Isaac, the the platinum is like point four or five. 
Okay, okay but that's cool. The but that's the How many people exactly? Fifteen percent. And and. Yeah. Okay. Brief aside. What do you consider to have beaten Binding of Isaac? Killed Mother at least once. No. That's what I consider. No, that means you beat the tutorial. <laughs> I was right, really so proud of that, okay? No, yeah. no, no, no. And it is, it is, it is, a, great, is a great accomplishment, and yeah. it feels really good. I and, like, it, and I like the challenges. That and like, it encourages yeah. you to keep going, yeah. because it, it sets it where at the very beginning, because at the very beginning of the game, mm -hmm. if they sent you off after the chess and you just kept going and kept getting harder, kept getting harder, yeah. and... You know, if, if you were trying, if you somehow, mm -hmm. God only knows how, but if you somehow made it to the lamb yeah. on like your second or third playthrough, that is a stupid boss. Yeah. I, I hate him. Yeah. But I've killed him before. <laughs> and, and like, so so the, the idea of, of setting it up where mom, mm -hmm. good job. You, you beat it. You, mm -hmm. you made it to this really hard thing. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you want a little bit more? Yeah, and then, see, and then after, you, and then uh, once you beat Mom's heart twelve times, the rest of the game opens up. Or, uh, or I had no idea. Times. I had no idea. Okay, so yeah, so the game ends at Mom. Yep. Then the game ends at Mom's heart. Mm -hmm. Then the game ends later. With okay. Two whole more stages, but it, it it allows you to to progress, and as you gain confidence. Mm -hmm. Like I said, once you beat Mom's heart five times, that means that you have at least played the game long enough to to have a feel for it, and and then you're like, there's more, yeah. And then that's kind of exciting. It's a new unlocked thing, yeah. But anyway, so Tumbleseed, they said that only like a quarter of the players, uh, only forty percent made yeah. it to the second world. Only yeah, twelve percent made it past the halfway point. Jeez. Yeah. And it's, I, haven't, it's, I haven't played this game. Now I want to play it. I want it. to. Now I want, I want to, play to play it so bad. I, and so this is this has definitely been added to my uh, must-get once I have a Switch. Yeah. Because I want to be in that elite club. I may have to, because, get, it. I may yeah. have to get it on Switch. That... So, so, so it looks really fun. But like I said, they, they've introduced more... more uh, more methods, mm -hmm. more variety to it, and plus, I want to support it because uh, they they talked about um, about how much work went into it, and it is it is a critical darling, not necessarily a commercial success. Exactly, and um, and part of that is because it's only released on the Switch. Switch is still a limited audience. Exactly, but. They want more people to play it, and they're continuing to work on it, even though this will not necessarily help them profit-wise. Yeah. And so, and like we always say, support your devs. I like these guys. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely another good. one I want to support because I didn't even know about this thing. Is the, uh, oh, sorry, is the five-star uh, fastest trophy, which is okay. The, the, the name of the game on yeah. PSN. Was five stars, five star thousands right. top rated. That's right. Which, and it, and which it, is it so was... clickbaity. I love it. I absolutely love it. Right there, you just got a ridiculous amount no. of trophies. No, and 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 they they advertised it as, hey, you can get a platinum in yes, 20, twenty minutes. minutes. World's fastest platinum yep. trophy game. Yep. And um, I, it's it's ridiculous, and I and I want I want to get it just just. I don't. I don't even care about the trophies, but just because I I respect someone going, hey, it's very meta where they're like, hey, trophies are a thing everyone wants. I'm gonna make a game that just gives you trophies. Well, thank God Sony <laughs> fixed it. You can't have it. You can't get it. They removed it from the store. And he's and my gonna be, like, he he made some statement about like uh, retooling it or something to that effect. Okay, but like. <sighs> This okay. You you see it. You see it as a as a highly meta. Oh, this is funny. That's a laugh. I, That's great. 
Yes, I I see it as as a remarkably cynical look. Oh sure. At at, at what players want, and and for me for me this is this is an example kind of like uh, Life of Black Panther mm-hmm. a little while ago is like Sony, pay attention to what you're publishing. <laughs> What's happening? No, stop. Yeah. yeah. It so. And uh, Xbox, I have um, now. There's, it's probably rampant, and I just am not seeing it. Xbox to me looks like they're doing a better job of curating this, or at least maybe they're not putting it out in the front. But PlayStation, a lot of the PlayStation games are becoming quasi shovelware, quasi Steam levels. We, we are of, we're definitely reaching that point, and yeah. and uh, we are. Well, I guess I yeah and. And we, because you you haven't you know condemned me for it, but we are tweeting yeah. out to to PlayStation and being like, look, curate this stuff. Yes. In order in order for us to spend money, we we want to we I want to be able to to go onto the store mm-hmm. and find something yeah. that's worth playing. I, I still um, I agree with you. You said, and I'll, I'll give you credit for it. You said a couple months ago, having a small team that all they do is play the new indie games. And giving you, when you go on a PlayStation store, where it's like, hey, here's the new hotness, right? Mm-hmm. So that way people who like indie games can jump in and and you don't have a... Uh, you have to, of course, make sure that no one's paying Sony or, or the team to do it. Right. But you have a group of people who are playing everything and going, okay, this, no one, you know, this is a small, small, small developer, you know, who, like the whole Five, five Nights at Freddy's thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if no one had latched on that, if YouTube and all that hadn't latched onto it, then if you've seen some of his other games, they're complete crap. But um, but this one, he found something special. Some And someone found it and someone, and, and, it, and it propelled. And I think that's needed because there are some games that are coming out which which are completely sleepers. Well, and and Sony does manage to find games like Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge by Tom Hap. Oh yeah. One guy. And and they they managed to to pluck that out. And if 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 I felt like that I could trust Sony mm-hmm. or, or PlayStation or whatever to to find those games and and bring yes. those to the top. It, and if and again, if you if you have like a team of five or six mm-hmm. players, then somebody's going to be like, "Hey, Minecraft, this is actually kind of cool." And and I, I I want it to be where it, the the vote has to be unanimous, where where somebody's like, "Okay, I, I think I think this one should be pulled," and then everyone other people take, play everybody it, jumps it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And I agree. Uh, so if you, if Sony, if you want to set up a Patreon, I'll, I'll chip in five bucks a month. To, to have somebody curate these. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Real quick story about Five Nights at Freddy's that I didn't know. The guy who uh, created Five Nights at Freddy, Scott, was a Scott Kaufman or whatever. So he um, was a video game programmer and trying to do, be an indie game developer because mm-hmm. he programmed and did video art before, but he tried to be an indie developer and his games were flops. And the last game that he did before Five Nights at Freddy's was this quasi-kids teddy bear game and one of the reviewers and actually a couple of them said it was like creepy and inhuman and it was this uncanny valley when it came to these weird bears and that it just didn't fit and he went oh well, if you think that's well, let me double down on that. Let's 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 do that then. If I can do this, I'm going to do this. So it that was straight awesome. up from a legit person's review saying, yeah. "I don't like this." That someone that he took that and went, you know, that may be a thing. And now he is 
doing amazing and like I don't yeah. think he's milking it. I think that the the way that they've built up that that world has been beautiful and uh, all because someone gave a, a legit review a scathing yeah. review but um, he took it as but good. yeah like and and that's that's one of the interesting things to me about following uh, indie devs mm-hmm. because uh, the the cosmic star heroine guy mm-hmm. um, he's talking about building an Anne of Green Gables RPG you mentioned RPG yes <laughs> I want it. I will. I will. I will pay money for that. Yeah. He's, he's talking about taking the the story of Anne of Green Gables, and I know I'm going super meta here. So if, you, if you're with me on this, uh, tweet at me at Tweeaj yeah. and let me know. Um, but yeah, he wants to make a Persona style game yeah. where you build up the character, the S links yeah. between her and Diane and like all these different characters. And and he said that that her weapon would be pens and showed like a GIF of Death Note. Whoosh, did, the the super dramatic drawing. You mentioned. Um, I want it. Oh, what was it? You you mentioned another one that was that was uh, the like Jane Eyre or whatever that like someone else didn't you mention? Uh, yeah, there's that? a there's a Jane there's Austen. A Jane MMO. Austen. Yeah, the Jane Austen MMO. I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. Because that like as, as soon as you mentioned that, I was thinking that. That could be done really well. The whole relationship building, as well as like balancing all these and and the 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 prestige and like the the societal position. There's there's a lot that can be done with that, and that's and that's that's why I'm really excited about the indie scene, um, like stuff like Tumble Seed. Like we weren't gonna see, mm-hmm. you know, like. Sony make that. No, it, no, you you have to find some some weird person and and. I think that eventually we'll get to the point where the where the the, the, the metaphorical cream is rising sure. and, and we're able to find these more easily. I don't know how it's gonna work yet. Um, every everybody from from, from early access mm-hmm. to green light to uh, Sony's uh, summer summer indie whatever thing yeah. that they do, like they, they are looking and they're trying to find ways to to reach out and, and and pluck the best of the best from yeah. that from that group. And Jim Sterling has done a lot about about this as well. So uh, if if you haven't checked him out, if you're not watching Jim Sterling and you're listening to us, then you're on the right track. But Jim's cool too. <laughs> but uh, he's done a lot about, uh, and he's actually talking to been talking to Steam directly about how to curate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, back back to uh, the rest of the game because we can continue to rant. I've got right. so many so, things so, I want so to talk about. That, that's that's the end of, of the. <laughs> oh, our bad. Yeah, we'll fix it now. Now section. we get into now we get into uh, some of the really cool things and some of the not so cool things uh, of the side quest. Uh, starting out with my favorite cartoon, right Rick now. And Morty. Rick and Morty is invading <laughs> oh, Rocket right. League, and I love I love Mr. Poopy Butthole on there, and I love the you show me what you got guy. Yeah, I am I'm so happy the the, the generic alien thing too. But um, is that Meeseeks? No, hold on, that's not Meeseeks. Meeseeks has to be in is there. That, there has well, to be a Meeseeks. That that looks like an alien. It doesn't look like Meeseeks unless they screwed up the no, eyes. No, the first one is a Meeseeks. Is it? But the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hold, eyes hold are on. Black. Let it run the one more time, black. right? Oh, he's got the little thing on his No, head. that's his mouth. Oh, hold on. Let me see it again. He's, uh, his eyes are closed. Okay, now I see it. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, that's, when, that's by Meeseeks. the time it turns, you can barely see the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Meeseeks is my favorite. It's one of my favorite uh, episodes because the the balance between the Mr. Meeseeks uh, plot mm-hmm. and the Morty has his own adventure yeah. on the side is is amazing. And the, the Meeseeks are, are my favorites. I love the Show Me What You Got guy, too, because he's got uh, the Schwifty. Yeah. Uh, I like the Google Blocks episode. Google Blocks is good, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. that's fun. Um, especially because of the, the way that the way that Rick doesn't examine his own character is just <laughs> wonderful, and then and then the 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 other story of of Summer in the car, 
yeah. and and unintended consequences and and her trauma once she once she comes out. And so that's that's starting back up again. Uh, was it July third? Uh, oh, I was, I was about to pull it up uh, because uh, it's starting up and July 30th. Bam! There you go. So July 30th, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, they're, I'm pretty sure they're still all on Hulu. Um, if not, find a way to watch all these because they're... Uh, adult, AdultSwim.com. AdultSwim.com. We'll let you watch some of them and yeah. then you can, you can find the rest elsewhere. I've but got yeah, all of my PlayStation View DVR. So I've been nice. watching them. I've been watching them. Like we we just watched the Mr. Meeseeks episode because it's Whitney's favorite. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the other thing I was going to say very quickly. Uh, Whitney had not seen Cuphead, so I played her the trailer to Cuphead. I played her the, the gameplay. Yeah. And she lit up. Yeah. Because it's the the whole hand drawn aspect of it is 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 so beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is beautiful. And I and I've not doubted Cuphead. I doubted Microsoft when I made my prediction before that Cuphead just wouldn't be there. It wasn't because I didn't like Cuphead. Right. I don't know if I went into that enough, but it was because I thought <laughs> Xbox doesn't know what the heck they're doing. Anyways, uh, I mean, this doesn't prove that they do. They still they still probably don't. <laughs> uh, uh, on to things that uh, that do know what they do. Rockstar knows what they do. Yes. And uh, so someone has stumbled upon the uh, Grand the GTA. Okay, okay. Stumbled upon does yeah. not give them enough credit. Okay. They hacked into the yes. future code. Yes. That, okay, so uh, GTA Online, they're bringing aliens. Uh, yes. Aliens have, have always been something that's kind of on, on the outskirts, like the like the Bigfoot stuff and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so so some of the hackers have, have hacked into the... the Code of GTA Online, and they've they've seen assets yes. that are making it clear that kind of the next thing that's mm-hmm. coming to GTA Online is aliens, alien abductions, alien missions, yeah. and I don't know how that's going to look, but I am super excited and I'm excited about it because if if we have I know it's breaking immersion, but we have a bunch of people like jumping in UFOs. If you yeah. can if you can hijack a UFO at some point, that would be freaking amazing because I know people are doing the whole Rick and Morty mod and the single player, yeah. which is really cool. But um, the first thing that I thought of, which I'm playing if you're watching the YouTube version, is uh, the uh, GTA 5 trip scene where uh, uh, Michael's son gives him LSD, more than likely LSD, uh, and. It's, it doesn't spoil anything because it's just it's just ridiculous. Um, that's the first thing that I thought of. Aliens have always okay. been there, like you said, as like an Easter egg thing. Yeah. But uh, but I would I, I just freaking love that that <laughs> that bit. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool that they've they've triggered they've. I mean, we're in an era now. We're looking at code. We're looking. Oh, what what could this be? Different different Easter egg. Sometimes they're purposely done by developers to just mess with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like when they throw something in the code and someone finds someone is digging through and finds a, like a future thing and go, what is this supposed to be? Right. And I I think it's cool they were able to trigger it early. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something that's coming. Uh, so so build build your arsenal and get ready for the invasion, <laughs> I guess. And then uh, the last bit in our in our side quest section is uh, Battlefront Two is is uh, saying that they're going to have loot boxes, and they kind of showed those. Mm-hmm. And what they showed was uh, was some things that's that looks like pay to win because it's talking about um, accelerating. Uh, Accelerating benefits or yeah. accelerating uh, growth, something like that. I forget the exact wording, but it, it really looks like something that will be um, that will allow people to to kind of jump ahead to get to get an actual edge, and that feels kind of iffy because it's 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 loot crates, yeah, basically, and and 
to be fair, they're giving away all of the, the multiplayer DLC for free. Yeah. They, they need a way to make money. The Overwatch system is working well for Blizzard. It makes sense to 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 replicate that. Yeah. But if they're if they're setting it up to where you can get a cooler gun or a more accurate whatever, mm -hmm. that's a problem. If you're if you're doing it quicker, you have to balance out how rare that is and how that works because the way that the first Battlefront was, you basically had to grind out uh, missions, mm -hmm. and they didn't unlock loot boxes, but. Depending on how 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 much time and your points, whatever you yeah. can take those points and buy out specific things. Right. So you could spec it. Um, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate because there you could spec the way that you want. Mm -hmm. Here you get random. So the the way that Battlefront, at least the first one, worked was you have certain weapons that are really really good if you like sniping, and they're really really good if you like just charging in and like Han right. Solo. But if you if if you stumbled upon a loot box, if you get a loot box and you get some rare sniper gun, and mm -hmm. you're not into sniping, it's really not going to matter that much, in my opinion. Yeah. So there could be a way to balance this because the previous one was all grind out and spec, and this yeah. is this is adding a, a random ability. But if it's if they don't balance it right, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a it's, win. It's, it's definitely possible. And yeah. like you said, it can be. It, it is something where if they balance it correctly, then yes, absolutely, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll be okay. Yeah. But we've seen it. No matter how much beta testing they do, the in in the first twenty four hours that a game is released, yeah. um, you know they they hit like I think it I think the the quote I heard from a dev one time is like within the first twenty four hours of a game's release they've already hit ten times the number of hours played and the community there are communities especially in a, in a multiplayer competitive thing like Battlefront that are going to jump in there and try to figure out how to game the system yep. and with something like this in particular. That is a fear. It that is. is a danger, and it and so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, we're we're not we're not going to come out and condemn this action. Yeah, but it does it does make us a little bit nervous of. of I, th I think skins are cool. Like yeah, that's one thing that I love about about Overwatch. It's like oh, you can get all these custom skins, so mm -hmm. you're you know, so Winston can look like Santa Claus or whatever. So it's Winston. Who is it? Was no, it Torbjorn? Torbjorn, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I like that one. But you, like, you have these custom skins. It's like, oh, that's cool. Which, yeah, it could tell you, oh, that guy's played a lot. But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're 15% faster or something. Right, right, And right. if they're specific, and Battlefront does have that different specking in regards to your main weapon and your abilities. So if you if you make sure that certain items are, are harder to get, like the jetpack, mm -hmm. um, most people uh, who play Battlefront... Uh, play for a little while, get that jetpack because it allows that mo additional mobility element. Yeah. So if you make sure that some of those are harder to get, they may make them a lot more rare, and you balance it out, it could be well done. I want to see how they how they actually do this, how they implement it, though. Um, but it, it it will definitely be interesting because yeah. it, this this could go this could go very well, and it could be something that that works out really well, or it could go horribly horribly wrong. <laughs> This is the main quest where we talk about the biggest, most interesting story of the week, and obviously this week is the Super Nintendo Classic, yeah. the SNES Classic, and yeah, that <laughs> that thing, I, I, I want it, 
I must have it, and that game's lineup is amazing. I think like, that the, the NES Classic was, was a hit, and the, everyone knew this was going to happen. Everyone knew it was going to happen. Everyone knew it needed to happen. Needed we to happen. didn't know if it would happen. Okay, well, I, I thought, I pretty felt, pretty was pretty secure in my in my feelings on this. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, Super Nintendo Classic, the SNES Classic, whatever you want to call it, um, is is another plug and play esque thing from Nintendo. And uh, the NES Classic, so uh, HDMI to your TV. So being able to play old school games on a new TV, um, obviously Duck Hunt, those don't work. But uh, right. doing this that does not have cartridge support, but it has built-in games. And the games that are on there are really, really good. It, it is a really amazing classic. And I, I didn't have a chance to go back and, and look at our list, because we, we did at one point we make did. a list of, of what the Super NES games uh, were going to be. handful of those are on there. Yeah, yeah, a good yeah. a good chunk of them. But so we're gonna run through these real quick. Uh, Contra Three: The Alien Wars, which is a great Contra game. It's, it's a good Contra game. Donkey Kong Country. I yes. wish I wish we got two, but yeah. Donkey Kong Country stands up on its own. Don and it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It does. Two may be better, but I think Donkey Kong Country One is great. It's not one of those things where they're two different or or one is completely superior. Right. I, I think Donkey Kong, like you said, it holds up. Yeah, I disagree. Donkey Kong Country Two is superior in every way. <laughs> um, Earthbound, which yeah. is Mother Three, which is is one of the the harder ones to find. Uh, I did a I did a, a price comparison, mm -hmm. um, and to get a a cartridge of Earthbound is one hundred and twenty dollars. Really? Yeah. People want that, and uh, so yeah, I'm 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 excited that that's coming out. Um, then we have Final Fantasy three or six. They because it's the the. Yeah. Japanese. Right. But yeah. it's uh, so it's going to be the Super NES one. It's going to be the original Ted Woolsey uh, translation, mm -hmm. which is not the best, but it runs better than the PlayStation version that came out and introduced loading times and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, so it runs really well. Um, hopefully, this will be the version that I play on my playthrough because then we'll have the HDMI. We I can would, go through I would the, love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, would be, that would be excellent. Mm -hmm. um, next up, we have F Zero, uh, which is classic. Classic, classic. Totally and it's it's also one of the the amazing looks at what they were able to do um, with 3D oh, yeah. on 16-bit. It's it's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, we got Kirby Superstar, which is a collection actually yes. of of a bunch of different Kirby games, yeah. and then Kirby's Dream Course, which is the the mini golf. I play that one. It's, it's, I like mini golf. It's, so. it's a mini golf, and then you get to use the different abilities, like yeah. you use the the. The tea kettle one or the rock to like stop and oh okay it's 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 great. Uh, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, the best <laughs> Zelda game until Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's really good. It's really it, good. It's, it's astounding. It's... Uh, Mega Man X, which uh, yes is is such a wonderful game and and teaches you how to play it. And that's that's the other thing is like. I feel like that you could get through most of these mm -hmm. without even really needing a guide and stuff. Like, yeah. But like the the Nintendo, there's a lot of nostalgia there. Yes. Super Nintendo was was the the primacy. Oh yeah. Two D games. They like, knew they, what they, they were just, doing. They nailed it. Yeah. And um, if you haven't seen it already, Pro Jared's uh, Mega Man X uh, explanation of how it is the best game uh, when it comes to teaching you how to do something. Go check that out if you haven't seen it already. Pro Jared or Eagle Raptor? Uh, Pro Jared. Okay. I was thinking of the sequel. Mega Man. Man. No, that's that's Pro Jared. Ego Raptor is Pro Jared. Huh. Uh, next up is Secret of Mana, which is is a an action RPG where you can actually have multiple players um, at the same time, and that's a lot of fun. Um, 
Star Fox One, Star Fox Two, which was never actually released. I thought it was Pro Jared. I don't think it is. Huh. Um, I'm gonna look into that. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Star Fox One, Star Fox Two, which I, I've I've been trying to nail this down. Um, there. Anachronistically, or not anachronistically, what do you call the, the missing Bible books? Apocryphal. Um, apocryphally, the story is they canceled Star Fox 2, yep. then finished it. Yep. And never told, and the, the, the team that finished Star yeah. Fox 2 yeah. had a release party like 20 years after they finished this game. Um, yeah. there, there are ROMs running around. Um, the ROMs are the all ROMs to buy by people. I mean, it the, was ROMs not are, the ROMs are fixed by people, yeah. and so or not fixed by people, and no. sometimes they're missing assets, things like that. Yeah. So this is the first time that Star Fox Two, in its entirety, as it was meant to be, we believe, yeah. is available. Correct. Um, next up, we have Street Fighter Two Turbo Hyper Fighting, which is uh, Street Fighter Two, like the original and yeah. New Challengers and stuff. Like they they adapted a lot, yeah. and I, I feel like. The turbo hyper fighting kind of bring is is the it allows access to all the different iterations Correct. that they did. On that's that. that's why I was clapping because there are other versions which people can argue are superior, but the access to the different characters and everything mm -hmm. is much better than this. Yeah, Super Castlevania Four is yes. is kind of amazing, and uh, it's it's one of the it's one of the best uses of to get into the, the, the hardware and the tech side of it. Um, I feel like Super Castlevania IV is the best use of Mode 7 graphics, yeah. which was one of the ways that they did 3D in those days. That's what allows them to, to rotate the background while you're hanging with the whip, and it's... Making it look like 3D, even though it's not 3D. Uh, F-Zero yeah. doing it as well, where mm -hmm. it's it's just it's just remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Um, Super Goals and Ghosts. Uh, this is probably one of the weaker ones for me, yeah. um, because it's... it's it, it is a it is a a really really hard platformer game. Um, it's it's mean in its heart without necessarily being good. Like some some of the ways that they decided to program it, where you commit to jumps and things like that. Uh, eh, but I mean that's that's one out of twenty one. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Kart. All right, the 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 original. It's the original. It's it's, it's hard to go back and play now. It's really hard to go back. Uh, I think that there. I think that it's great that it's on here for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. But it is hard to go back and play that. This is the reason you don't see. Uh, for the most part, if you go over to someone and they're playing Mario Kart, they're not playing this. They're playing uh, Double Dash, or they're playing like one of the Wii U versions or something. And the Switch yeah. version is amazing, by the way. Um, and then we have Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars, which is 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 a Collaboration. Um, this came out like right at the very the, the tail end of yeah. the of the Super NES, and this this has some of the Final Fantasy three teams, some of the Chrono Trigger team, yeah. and and a bunch of Nintendo people, and they made an RPG which is amazing. It is it is a really really excellent uh, game. It parodies itself. It has the Power Rangers. It has <laughs> uh, Bowser as an ally. There's an Easter egg with with eight bit Mario yeah. for a minute, and he's really confused yeah. about. <laughs> that the, uh, Super Mario RPG is is really amazing. Um, Super Mario World One and Two. Super Mario World is is one of the best. Oh yeah. Two D, if not the best, straight up two D platformers ever made. I would I would say that there are people who like three versus World 
Um, I think they're both really, really good. I think there's a nostalgia factor, including in my in my yeah, uh, mind, where I bias three, but when I play World, World is so good that it's the it's nostalgia takes over in in, in some cases. I, I I think one of the the best things that that World brings is is the ability to replay levels after you beat them. Yes. Like I think if you could do that and then bring power ups forward mm -hmm. uh, in Mario Three, yeah, I think that that might bump it up to the same level. But the the so. ability to run around the map at will yeah. is, is a really substantial upgrade there. I agree. Um, and then Yoshi's Island is is one of the few is okay. I didn't play Yoshi's Island. I didn't either. But Yoshi's Island is one of the is one of the modes or Super FX games. Okay. And uh, that one and Star Fox really don't get put anywhere else most of the time because it's really, really hard to emulate yeah. the, the Super NES hardware as yeah. well as the Super FX chip yes. because that was an actual chip that they put onto the cartridge to upgrade the system you were yep. plugging it into. How did this matter? It, I don't it, know. it works, but it's it's a it was Nintendo really trying to keep up, mm -hmm. really trying to keep yeah. trying to be on the bleeding edge. Yeah. Uh, we also got Super Metroid, which <sighs> one of the best games of all time, it like is, top three of all time. Yep. And and I'm glad I'm glad this is on here. Metroid doesn't get enough enough love. I think that from the uh, from our generation we love Metroid, but I think there's a younger generation who who missed a lot of these. So I'm glad this is why the Super Nintendo Classic matters. Did you did you play Super Metroid? Uh, I did. I did. Okay, good. Yeah, but like uh, to to um, uh, this is why the Super Nintendo matters though, because there are pe younger people who never got a Super Nintendo. I never had a Super Nintendo, but there's a gen generations who did not get to play a lot of these games, and some of these properties like Metroid haven't gotten a good Metroid in so long that they may they may fall in love with the series. You yeah. start them young. I mean, come yeah. on. Um, and then the last one we have is Super Punch Out, which which takes takes the punch out thing and then just uh, pours a bunch of crazy all over yep. it and, and just adds adds a bunch of stuff. Okay, cool. I, I've watched <laughs> this play and I've never I've not played Super Punch Out and uh, my my fear with this is playing the the NES classic. Uh, it was it wasn't as bad as some emulation, but the there was a slight delay, which was causing when you get to uh, Mr. Dream, yeah, not Mike Tyson, but uh, when you get towards the end, it, it gets almost impossible even for people who beat the games over and over. Yeah, because because it is a very a very reactive game. Uh, uh, Tyson or Mr. Dream and Piston Honda yeah. are the two in particular that are super fast. Because like with with Bald Bull and and King Hippo and everybody, like mm -hmm. you can you can learn their patterns. Yes. But uh, Honda and and Mr. Dream too quick. Are, well, they're they're the only two that are completely random. Yeah. And so that, yeah. Um, but I, I I went through and I figured out the the price difference because they're charging eighty for this yep. where they charge sixty for the other one. Yes, four dollars less than four dollars a game it's, for some of the greatest games of all. It's time. less than four dollars. You're paying for the game. You're paying for the hardware. You're paying for two controllers. Two controllers. Two which controllers. Is, that that makes which sense. is great because anyone who gets these, I mean, I didn't understand when when the NES Classic came out and there was this shortage, but you could buy the controllers. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that because if if Nintendo was doing this and doing a limited run and not telling anyone they were doing a limited run, uh, why give controllers? Just pack them in. And I think they were trying yeah. to hit a specific price point, that $60 price point. They were like, oh, if we do it for $60, everyone will buy one. 
and it's true. Everyone will buy one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, eighty bucks for the extra controller, you're twenty one games instead of thirty. But these uh, these, in my opinion, are better quality games. Mm -hmm. You don't have some of the nostalgia with the NES, but there is so much quality and playtime in these games. And and in in the Nintendo, uh, they there was there was still a lot of learning going on, and I, I feel like the for my money. Uh, SNES perfected a lot of the ideas that were brought forth in the original, like 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 with uh, like with Castlevania and Mega Man X. Yeah. Um, like Mega Man Two, Mega Man Three are are astounding games. Mega Man X took it and bumped it up to the next level, and they they introduced so many factors mm -hmm. that um, that that hadn't been there in the other one. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> okay, so if you were to go on Amazon, buy a used Super Nintendo. A used extra controller and all the cartridges to get this, it would cost you literally over ten times as much. It was eight hundred and seventy-seven dollars and seventy cents to buy all this yeah. stuff, and and so eighty dollars is nothing. Eighty dollars is nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't know. They yeah. they've said they're going to make more. We don't believe it because it's Nintendo, yep. but we, we hope that they do. We hope that you can find one. We hope that we can find one. Yeah. Now, uh, to play to play Devil's Advocate, you could do this on a RetroPie or emulation. Uh, another thing that, that some people have, have said online is uh, you can get a old school Super Nintendo, mm -hmm. and you can get a, uh, a ROM cart that's been, it's a hacked cart that you just put an SD card into. Yeah. So it's one cartridge that stays in there, and it loads on the original hardware, and it's smooth as heck. But oh. those carts are like 80 to to $100. In the system, but did they get the transparency right on Chrono Trigger? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Mm. Because that's that's a problem uh, with with. I've never found an emulation yeah. of Chrono Trigger that uh, properly does yeah. the the uh, transparent f or semi-transparent yeah. fog that you have in the future. It probably works because since it's not chip-based, you're playing it on the original hardware. Because you're playing on original hardware, you're actually, the, the cart that you're putting in is uh, is a legit cart. It's just been hacked to play off the ROM. So instead of playing off the cart and the, hard, the, the physical hardware, it's playing the ROM on an SD card. So okay. I think it should, it should do it properly Maybe. because technically you're not emulating. Right, right. You're right. playing a ROM on original hardware, which is one thing that I've, uh, if I if I come across a ridiculous amount of money and and have a really good setup, I would love to have this setup because that company does NES, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, N64. I would love to have all of those with one of those cartridges in them to play everything. To be able to to play this on original hardware, because there's quirks, and if you're playing Punch Out or others, they just don't feel right. And just playing yeah. on a real Genesis or Super Nintendo controller really helps. So, yeah. uh, to play devil's advocate, you can do this otherwise. Some people like you, like like you're talking about the there are problems playing emulation. You could emulate everything on your PC. It is not legal to do so if you don't own the cart. There, so there are people who are who are think that this is price gouging. I don't think it's price gouging at all. Oh no no no, definitely. I'm, I'm really hoping there's that there are going to be enough of these. I'm going to be in line the day that it comes out. I have a reminder on my phone. I've already told the the GameStop manager because Redbeard. Uh, I I told him I'm going to be at your store with a coffee, uh, not to bribe him, but specifically because <laughs> like I do I do that. Yeah, because this this is this is a, a retail nightmare. It's a retail nightmare. He's already uh, he and Tiff were talking about how many. Calls 
calls. They've already gotten about it. And it's like, yep. they don't know any more than we know. Yeah. They also don't know how many they're going to get. Mm -hmm. GameStop's probably not going to let you pre-order these because they don't... GameStop themselves may not know how much they're going to get until that week. So, so get there early if you want one. Hopefully, um, people don't buy them out. I would. I really think that they should limit like two per customer kind of thing because like if you want to buy one for you and your and your uh, I don't know like nephew like me or co-host <laughs> like to be able to jump in grab both of those that's great and yeah. I, I'm I'm very excited about this I think it's great to to give this out to uh, to the community um, and I just wish that the the NES classic they would produce more of those because there is a huge market for this mm -hmm. and if Nintendo's not going to give us the virtual console on the Switch right now, they yeah. give us that. Um, one of the things that I that I heard proposed, so I, I can't take credit for this, yeah. but um, I, I would really like it if when they do launch the virtual console, which which I think will happen uh, at the same time as they, they start rolling out the, the online service. Yeah. Um, they've said that they're going to produce the Super Nintendo Classic um, October, November, December, and then stop. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Um, but... And to answer my own question, I think that uh, that in at the beginning of 2018 they're going to launch Virtual Console, yeah. and that's where they want you to buy these. Yeah. Um, and so, so I think I think that they'll do that. And I would really like it. And here's here's the idea: I would really like it if they uh, if they introduced mm -hmm. uh, bundles. I would love on that. the on the store if they were like, hey, do you want you know Final Fantasy four, five, and six? Here you go. Do you want you know, I'd like Secret of I'd like flash sales on specific games. I would also like a flash sale where it's like, hey, because like they're going to charge. My guess is what five bucks per. The, the pre previous like on Wii U, I think it was, uh, it was five, ten, fifteen. Five, ten, fifteen, right? Yeah. If it was five dollar, I think it should be five dollars for Super Nintendo games and like, uh, so to be like. Um, you know, uh, two, five, ten, whatever they want to do, but to be like flash sale, pick three, pick three Super Nintendo for ten dollars. It's a buy one get one free essentially is what you're doing. Yeah. But they're basically saying, hey, just give us ten bucks and you get three of whatever. Is great because there are certain titles that may not go online, mm -hmm. and, and, and I would spend so much money. Yeah, to to Bogo that would be would be great. To buy two get one free. It's it's that simple because it's digital content we're talking about here. And if it's if you do flash sales like that every now and then, like you said, bundles are great. Uh, but to do what um, look and see how how I mean even Xbox is doing this now. Steam started it with their flash sales and their summer sales and all their winter sales and everything. Sony is doing it as well where they're mm -hmm. like, hey, guess what? This weekend. So Yes, this is going on. Massive summer sale. I, I just wish you could sort it by Vita only, because digging through five hundred items on sale to try to find the Vita stuff. You can on. Oh no, you can't. Never mind. You can do it nope. on. You can do it on some sales. You can do but it on not some others. sales. It's awful. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So the, the Super Nintendo Classic is 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 kind of a look forward, and we'll see we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, we're hoping that it rolls out better than the Nintendo. They're they're trying to assuage our fears, saying, yeah. "Don't worry, we're going to make more." But the question is, how much more? How much because more? I. I have literally never seen an NES Classic yet. I have. I've seen one at uh, at a comic book convention. One of the vendors was selling them for one hundred and forty dollars, one hundred fifty dollars. And he had he had three of them, yeah. and by the end of the convention, he had zero. zero. Because yep. someone someone there goes, oh, like you said, oh my god, I've never seen this in person, and yep, impulse bought that. But yeah, and 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 so the the scalpers are making more money than yep. than. Nintendo. And that's not right for the yeah. for the individual. So let us know in the comments what you think about that, and if you think Nintendo um, 
is starting to realize with the Super Nintendo that they screwed up. Tell us how bad you want one. Yeah. Because we know how bad we want one. Yes, really bad. Talk to you guys <laughs> we'll later. See you next week.